Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Light in the Ghetto. It's your girl, Breathe the Peace. Hey, it's Ashamina, the healing artesian. And it is Kay, the generational change agent. And we are back again with another episode uh, of Light in the Ghetto. Today, we're going to be talking about sacrifice. Um, we got a lot of questions about like what it takes for us to do the podcast and things like that. Just basically our overall journey. So we thought we would go ahead and talk about sacrifice because we sacrificed quite a bit. And uh, it's been very, very... <laughs> I don't know the word for it. Heavy, um, difficult, trying, ghetto. <laughs> I was wondering if she was gonna say it. <laughs> ghetto lately. Um, so I'm gonna just go ahead and start off with what do y'all feel like we've had to sacrifice, or what has been the sacrifice to get here? Um, for me. Um, like I've said before, definitely my comfort zone, um, because this is completely out of my comfort zone, being on a podcast, um, speaking, and then also the, like, being transparent about my spiritual journey. I feel like that's been out of my comfort zone, but then also, like, I've had to, um, restructure my schedule for the week and stuff um because you know we do our we do our bible study so i've had to uh, we do our bible study and then we record um and now we are getting up <laughs> f you know the me, five, <laughs> me 5 a.m <laughs> y'all six um so like sacrificing like some of my downtime which i mean i guess um, is not necessarily a bad thing because it's for the Lord, but having to, even the days that I don't feel like it or I'm tired, I have to sacrifice those feelings, um, and get on, get on the horse and log on in. Um, but also I think sacrificing, not just like my, my literal time or whatever, but like the mindset that comes with it. So like usually when I'm tired or I don't feel like doing anything, I sit in those feelings and I don't do anything, but I have to also sacrifice my mindset, if that makes sense, um, to go along with the time so that I can't make time for it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I would say for me, I have um, sacrificed privacy. Um, because I'm starting to learn that on this journey to whatever, because that's another thing is that I have very little insight into what it is. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is people think like, oh, you got this thing figured out. You're doing it like you're doing it. And it's like, no, friend, we, we are finding out things at the same time. <laughs> like we're finding out things at the same time. Um, but I've had to sacrifice my privacy because part of my calling and purpose, I believe is transparency in the road to get there which causes me not to have privacy to an extent um i'm a firm believer and like i always say that everybody has a chapter in their book that they don't read out loud um but i think that the season that god is calling me to we have to, we gotta read all the chapters with a bullhorn and it's like that um is an experience in itself um people having to you know, usually people only find out about the mistakes that you tell them about. Um, but 
when God wants to use you in a certain type of way, you don't, you're not afforded that luxury. You have to make your mistakes out loud um, because somebody is depending on the existence of your mistakes for them to understand or to feel comfortable enough to follow in the footsteps or to come to a space where they think that living that type of lifestyle is okay and making those mistakes are okay and they don't have to be shamed for them. So for me, I've had to, I've had to sacrifice um, privacy because I've started to notice the details of the story, the details of the journey is really where the promise is. Um, so that's been, you know, <laughs> ghetto, difficult, you know, all those, all of the above. Um, I would have to say that I have sacrificed myself um, and my whole idea of what this journey means. Um, I thought that just doing well, doing good, and doing like the surface level work of what people say you have to do to be a follower of Christ was all that I had to do. But I literally had to delete everything that I know about myself, everything that I think I know about the Bible, everything that I think I know about God, and really dig deeper. Um, I've had to go back over scripture multiple times. I've really had to be transparent, not only with myself, but um, with these ladies here for accountability and to exercise um, what I'm learning to do so I can take it out into the world as well because it's, it's, really, it's really difficult. <laughs> it's really difficult trying to do this whole walk and it, there's, there's nothing like it. Like our path is our own path. We're faced with looking at the old church and yeah, we do have some examples coming out, but your journey is your journey. And it's really difficult paving the way and being light and having to fully trust God and where he's taking you. That's what I say. I have sacrifice. Um, a question that I just thought about, like, if we're talking about things that we've had to sacrifice in preparation for this uh, platform or this podcast, can you guys think of anything that you've done to prepare for it? Or can you, pre do you feel like you have been able to prepare for it? No. I, I mean, I don't, and I don't know about y'all, but I don't think at any point I actually knew what I was preparing for to actually have a period of time where I'm like, okay, I'm preparing for exactly I don't know I have no clue it's like any time of preparation is just God laughing at me because it's like okay I see you down there making your plans cute and then it's like boom something happens that I wasn't in no way prepared for and no way saw coming so for for me no I don't think there was a way for me to prepare for it because I didn't know it was coming I didn't know anything was coming honestly um I would have to agree but the take it a step further to say the only preparation that I can think of is having an open heart and an open mind because this is something that I've watched other people do but I never thought I would do it um, I've never thought of myself being able to speak out let alone walk in the authority that God has given me um, so I'm used to being more quiet so that I guess being open would be the only preparation but otherwise like I literally don't know what he's doing, when he's doing, gonna do it, what he wants me to do, what he wants me to say until it just 
happens. So I I really don't know. Nope. <laughs> um, I don't even know why I asked that question. <laughs> um, because the only thing that I thought about is I prepared, you know, the time on the schedule for my week. But like at the beginning of every whenever we sit down to do it, I'm always like, okay, I'm nervous because I don't know what's about to come out of my mouth and like so I guess to piggyback off of what both of you said I don't really prepare either but I think you made a really good point Brie about like opening your heart um so like I've been trying to be get better at asking before I open his word um or before I get on the zoom like the calls with you guys is that he opens my mind he clears my mind he clears my heart so that I can hear him um but and you said it this morning Kayleen about like we really you God moves us when we are the least bit of prepared or that we feel that we're not prepared enough for him to move us um so hmm. what changes have you guys seen since beginning this whole process and it, it's not limited to just the podcast but like in yourself in each other what changes have you seen or like the sacrifices how have they impacted us from your perspective um i think i've i think i've been willing to make more uh like more or bigger i don't know which word fits best but uh faith steps so I think like in the very beginning of it, beginning of this, I was very timid in that area. It was like I had this idea that God knew what he was doing, but I didn't believe that. Like I truly believed that I was best fit for the driver's seat, like if I'm being honest. So I think that this, if anything, has shown me through through all these things happening that I, I could have never calculated or like thought up myself. So not even just like the podcast, because I think we've talked about it on here before but like how the podcast even came to be so like it's starting out with God saying start a bible study and then the bible studying out or the bible study starting out and then it was like okay so while I have you three podcast and then it was like okay so we're doing the podcast and it was like okay so while I have you guys for the podcast community encouragement uplift attack um and then it became that as well um and then it became like accountability and then it became write a book and then it became write another book. And then it be, and it just like kept going. So I think now, like even when we talk in the Bible study, y'all to say something, I'm just like, okay, well, God, you, you just show me how that's gonna happen. Like I just don't, I don't fight it as much. And I think that like faith steps, and I struggled with this earlier too, easier is not the best word to say, but faith steps are more effective. Yeah, they're more effective and they're more frequent. So like I see them opportunities for them happening more often. And honestly, I don't know if that that they're happening more often or I recognize the opportunity more often than I did before. Because um, I think I would say for all of us have more of a fine tuned ear for that now of like we hear something and immediately like y'all will say it in the Bible study. And I'm like, mm, guess I got to pray about that later because God's talking again. Um, but before I didn't, I didn't, wasn't in tune to that. So before y'all would say something like, yeah, we're going to do this. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, moving on. And like, keep going. And we would just like brush right over that and never looked into it. So I would say for me, it's made me more prone um, to like, just say, okay, whatever, God, let's do it. So like when stuff happened, it'd be like, it's not even worth the resistance. (laughs) 
it's just like why just just go for it just do it because he's not going to let up you know this much so just go ahead and do it you're not in control anyway so just go ahead and do it so and i think that also speaks to the sacrifice piece that we were talking about is i i to some extent have sacrificed my reluctance um because i i think that god granted me that luxury for a long time where he would ask me to do something or he would say something and he was like okay she's gonna be reluctant at first we'll let her have that now it's like okay i said what i said let's get busy and i'm more willing to do that now i'm i'm not fighting him back tooth and nail everything he says trying to challenge everything he say or everything that he do i'm more so willing um so i would say faith faith steps have become again not easier because <laughs> that's a lie not easier <laughs> um but they've become more frequent of opportunities and i'm more willing to jump into them than i was before um i would agree with everything that you said um, and then I will also add for me, my confidence. Um, I've been more confident in myself um, and speaking up and advocating for myself and putting myself out there, um, whether it be like in class, um, in the Bible study, like talking in the Bible study, um, especially for the business that he has given me. Um, this Bible study, because I think that like confidence also is triggered by vulnerability, which is something that I struggle with, but I, and I'm still learning, like working through, but this Bible study, I had to be vulnerable to be transparent, to be transparent about wanting a community and needing this Bible study. And again, like how I just said that I've never really been transparent or vocal about my spiritual journey and we do that there's a lot of transparency and vulnerability about our spiritual journeys or our walk with god um in this bible study and that's been allowing me to um be active in my faith so like you were talking about making those faith moves and things like that and when you hear when i hear god i i, I don't question a little bit still because like it's not easy um but i'm getting quicker at moving versus questioning him um and just like i said feeling more confident in the things that i'm doing and putting myself out there and trusting him trusting that the things that he's bringing to me are for me um and that i need to move on them and i need to act on them um which which is sacrificing my comfort zone because like how you said that he has he allowed you to be like in that space of reluctance for so long he's allowed me to be in the back in my comfort zone for a really long time and so even even just like because what you just said about and moving on them we talked a little bit about this today even before we got to before we recorded which is that you, now you move expeditiously though so like we're starting to also recognize that like okay as we begin to mature um in the walk it's like that reluctance that we had got the grace to have before not only do you not have it move now and it's like yeah you'll be granted grace if you don't move because again what's for you is always going to be for you you know what i'm saying and god wrote the plan and everything but understand that we talk all the time about the thing leading to the thing right engaging in the thing that'll lead to the thing so if the thing that you're about to engage in isn't the final piece for god it is the thing that leads to the thing and understand that i mean god patiently waits for us but also there there is a level of expectation so like when i ask you to do something 
once we've moved past that season of reluctance, the expectation is that you move, is that you move or I will start to have to shift and take. Um, and what I mean by that is like, you know, at the end of the day, God has work he wants to get done in the earth and he can only allow so much reluctance on our part before he has to shift that to somebody else to get the job done. Mm -hmm. um, so I think like, that's another thing too. Like God has patience, but you have to sacrifice to an extent how much of it is granted to you if you want to be used like that. Like if you want to be that vessel all the time, you want to be that go-to vessel, you have to sacrifice your like waiting period. Like you don't get to hear from God and be like, all right, God, I'll have my people get back to your people. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't get that as often. It becomes a thing of like, okay, you're saying you want to be a vessel. You want to be used. That's fine. That's great. Okay. I need you to move though. When I ask mm -hmm. you, you know, not when you feel comfortable to move. So, yeah. I will say that that has been the biggest transformation that I've seen is it forces us to show up and you have, I feel like we have vastly different personalities and um, it's easy for us to try to hide but because we've done this and we've laid the foundation we can't hide we have to show up as our full selves. We have to show up fully committed. And we have to show up and do what was asked for us to do or else it can be taken away. Um, because I don't, Kaylin always tells me that I would sure hate for my blessing to be wrapped up in your obedience. I would. And um, if this process is forcing us to fully show up. If you're scared, still show up. If you're unsure, still show up. If you just were surprised about something still show up and still try because he's gonna come through for you regardless and if we stop showing up i could imagine somebody just hanging on by a thread listening to us and if we didn't show up that could have been the difference between life and death for them literally or metaphorically so mm -hmm. it, it forces it's taught us how to show up yeah, I've definitely had to show up. I'm the timid, quiet one of the of the group. Um, oh my God! <laughs> out of out of all of us, I'm the really you know shy, reserved, and quiet one. Honestly, and if anything, this has taught me I've got to you know speak up, be more like Ashley, be more like Bree. And it's crazy that you say that because I feel like I'm the most scared <laughs> out of us. And so, like, I'd be talking, but I'd be half the time I don't really believe in myself. I'd be like, "Well, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good." Talking about this, go ahead. Huh? I was go gonna ahead. say, even talking about like the showing up, like literally showing up, so we can be lights, like we can be examples, like the example you gave Brie about you know, our obedience may be tied to someone, well, literally someone's victory, but like, if we stop showing up, then that'll be a trickle effect to other people um, that might not show up where they need to be seen or where God is taking them. And that also makes me think about how we've been talking about how people have been asking us like, well, I don't see how you do it. Like, you know, you do this, that, and the third, um, like school, work, full-time job, running businesses, and you're still doing a podcast and all of these things. And so like understanding that our sacrifice, the, sac the little sacrifices that we do literally and also like 
figuratively or mentally, it is tied so that we can show other people that they can do it too, because um, God uses all of us and we are down here to help each other and stuff, so. Yeah. Since we were talking about like personality traits, um, I'm sure that could be a question. Do you feel like you had to sacrifice a strength or a weakness of yours to do this personally? Mm, I think I had to face them. Because I think everybody thinks that I'm like, oh my God. I think everybody, everybody thinks that I'm like this super, um, like outgoing, outspoken, like sure of myself, confident, like, you know, whatever type person. And to some extent I am, um, in the world. Um, but when it came to like God telling me to do stuff, I was extremely unsure, not that confident, not really outspoken about it. Um, and so it was almost like a complete flip because it was like, whenever I wanted to talk about it on my platform, I think the expectation was that, oh, she's going to be this same individual, right? And so I had to really do a lot of work to get consistent um, and who that was. And it was like, honestly, the breaking point for me was, Kayleen, there is no way that you can be so sure and confident of this world and not be sure of the person that has maintained the same throw. Like there's, there's no way the world changes every single day and you're just so confident and like just so bubbly and outgoing in that world. When it comes to things that have been the same before you, during you and will remain after you, you seem to have like some uncertainty and that was weird. And so for me, that was like the point where I was like, oh, sis, you just have to be that who you are all the time, which wasn't hard. I mean, it's like, I'm not faking it. That's just really who I am. Um, but it was like becoming more comfortable in the fact that like God wanted to use those pieces of me and I didn't have to alter them in order to present myself to him. And I think for a long time, that's what I thought. Like I, I just used to think like, oh, I could be this person in the world and like just be so transparent and honest and vocal about everything. But then when it came to God, you had to be really reserved and quiet and closed off and come proper. And I learned that like, no, you don't. Like, what? No, you don't. If God wanted you to arrive perfect, truthfully, honestly, I just want to be the one to tell y'all, none of us would have made it. Like, nobody, nobody would be it. We would all just have to just settle for the world because we would never be able to present ourselves to God. And I think once I got that through my thick skull, it was like, oh, 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 it's not that you have to alter yourself to to embody God is that you have to bring yourself to God and then he will help you transform to whatever it is that he needs you to be but also recognize he wants to use what you already present as to finish that workout. So um, for me, it wasn't necessarily that I had to give up personality traits. It was that I had to face them and make them consistent across the board. So, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the things for like my traits or my personality concerns that have popped up have been fear, um, timidity, and then like my indecisiveness. Um, and I first thought about my indecisiveness because in the past I have been known to be very indecisive or trying to articulate that it's really not being indecisive. I just have a lot of stuff going on in my mind at once. Um, but I had to be decisive and commit to this. Um, I can't, you know, play 
hopscotch or double ditch <laughs> with if I'm going to show up or not. Um, just the consistency and the commitment to coming each Bible set. Because there have been times where I was like, what if I just don't log in at all? Or like, if I don't say nothing, <laughs> like, can I just not show up? Um, so that piece, and then just like how I always talk about me being timid. I talk a lot and I believe that, you know, I'm warm and social, but when it really comes down to talking about stuff like that, like stuff like this, and then also with the accountability piece, I have two other, two other people, um, that I'm talking to that we're, we're surrounded by God. So like, if there would be times where I would, God would be talking to me about you two and I wouldn't say anything. And then y'all would say something again. And then I'd be like, well, I did hear this when I didn't, you know, being decisive in speaking up. Um, and he's showing me that I need to be concise and decisive in my thoughts, but also my actions, because again, my diso disobedience in not speaking up when I hear something or when he's using me to speak to other people, that's uh, disobedience and that's pro that's stopping something, you know, I could be a blessing to someone else. Um, and then just you know, I can't be scared all my life. Like I just <laughs> make it far. I'm not gonna make it far. Um, and so I've really been having to work through that. Um, and then just going back to my lack of vulnerability. Like I'm vulnerable, but I think as I'm saying it, I'm thinking of like the right times to be vulnerable. Like this is a, a safe space, a good space to be vulnerable. Um, and so yeah. Um, I would have to say that I haven't had to sacrifice per se, but I've been challenged more so because for a long time I felt like I had things to say, but I didn't think anybody would listen. So to be in community with people who make it or reassure that it's okay to be you and to say what it is that you need to say. I think that it has challenged that. It's also challenged me to be okay with the shift in um, finding balance and learning about who I am through God. Because I knew, or I thought I knew who I was based on the world, but like relearning myself and getting to know the person that he created me to be when he thought of me before I was in my mother's womb. And knowing that it's not just one dimensional like it's it's multifaceted it, it can be multiple things at the same time and it could just be different and that's okay um and also knowing that even though i am typically shy timid i don't really say a lot especially in a room full of people i don't know um that what i have to say matters too and i that he's trying to use me if I will allow him to um, reach who he needs to reach. So that's what I think is happening. <clears throat> if you could leave some encouraging words to our listeners about sacrifice or just anything in general or process or their walk, what would you say to them guys? Um, Although sacrifice seems scary, because <laughs> it is, um, God is a gentleman. He's not going to make you take off all of your clothes on the first date. So 
you in this process by the end of it you will have given up everything to recognize that it was nothing at all to gain everything and again run that back i don't <laughs> think they heard you <laughs> Through, through this process, you will, you will give up everything to recognize that it was nothing to then gain everything. Um, and, and understanding in that process, it is going to be scary, but fear won't save you. Only faith will. So continue to walk in that. Um, but you're dealing with a gentleman. So, so remember that though. Um, so in those times when it gets scary, in those times where it's uncertain and it's dark, you are the light. You, that's, the, that's the one graced gift that you've been given that isn't going anywhere. So that remembering like when it's dark, open your eyes because you are the light. Um, but you are, you're going to have to sacrifice what feels like everything in your life. It's going to feel like you are giving up everything that you know to this point and you are. It's because you know nothing. That's why. That's why you have to give all that up. It's because you don't know anything. Um, we think we know, but you don't know anything. So in the game of sacrifice, because that's what it's going to feel like at some point, it's going to be like God's playing with you, but he's not. He's really serious. Um, but in this game, in this game of sacrifice, in this life of sacrifice, be prepared to give it all up, but to gain everything in return, but to give it all up um, and, and stay faithful. Be scared. Do that. Do that. That's a part of your testimony. So stay scared. Like, be scared. Just don't let that stop you. Like, don't let scared be your stop sign. Honestly, you got to work on it not even being a yield sign. You have to, you have to look at fear and say, like, this means go. <laughs> this means go. Like, oh, what? I'm scared? Go. All right. Like, and, and learn that. And it's a process. Um, it's a process. And like I said, one of the best things to be grateful for is that you are, you're dealing with a gentleman. He is patient. He is kind. He is, he is going to wait for you. He patiently knocks. He patiently waits for you to open up the door. Um, and even when you open up the door and there's mess that you're hiding, he'll pretend like it's not there the same way you are, even though he knows it is. <laughs> he will wait until you're ready to talk about it. But it's like, you, you, it's like, y'all know when you, when somebody coming over and you didn't get to like properly clean your house and you start throwing stuff in certain places and you close the closet door and you be like, look. When you walk through this hallway, go past the closet. Don't touch that door. Don't open that door, right? God comes into your house and knows about the closet and will sit on your couch. Like, he don't know about the closet and he do. Um, but a part of that sacrifice is you're going to have to open it up. A room isn't clean because you stuffed everything under the bed. You're going to have to pull it out. And it's a process, but you're going to have to have faith through that process. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would say. That was well said. Um, to okay. piggyback, <laughs> to piggyback off of that. So all of that, and then also talk to him. Like stay in communication with him. Like it's okay. And then especially like when we talk about fear and sacrifice, we'll talk about being fearful when sacrificing. When you say things out loud, especially when you're talking to God, not to say that you still won't be afraid, but like hearing it or writing it down or expressing it however you best express, um, it will kind of alleviate it but it'll also like a relationship with God is reciprocal. So we want him to talk to us, but we also need to be talking to him. So you could literally be like, God, you know, 
I don't know what this is tied to, but you telling me to sacrifice it, so I'll sacrifice it. But th these are my concerns. You know, I got a little list right here. Not that he's going to pay too much attention to it because what he has for you, he has for you. But talking, having communication with him um, is good and it's needed for your journey because he is the captain um, or the gentleman. Uh, you know, yeah. they love they love to talk, you know, they they talk, they listen. And then also I was it was talking to him and then um I don't remember the second one. So I'll just leave it there. Make sure you talk to him, keep in communication with him. Oh, also community. That's what I was gonna say. Also, um, have a support system. People that they say it's good to have people that are not necessarily um, would be sacrificing the same things as you, um, or they have already been in victory of the things that you are currently sacrificing. Um, or just have someone that is that you feel that you can trust, that you can be vulnerable with, but be in community as well, which was still, so relationship is what I'm trying to get across, I think, is relationship with God, like an open one, like talking to him, and then also having that support system, preferably someone who also loves the Lord and can be godly, be a sound godly um, ear to you, um, but don't feel like you're here alone. Oh, and real quick, since you brought up relationship in relationship to, to sacrifice, um, remembering that like the, by sacrificing, you're only making your relationship with God stronger. I mean, because mm -hmm. at the base level, without sacrifice, we wouldn't have access to God at all. Um, like literally, we without his sacrifice, you know, God was only talking to people one at a time. He wasn't... <laughs> he wasn't taking requests. There was no suggestion box. There was a, I'm gonna talk to this man and that's it. I'm in a temple in the tabernacle, y'all stay out there. And it was like, without sacrifice, we really wouldn't have a relationship. So I think that like, we have to alter what we think relationship requires. Um, because we think that like sacrifice and relationship is a horrible, terrible thing. Like, ugh, yuck, don't wanna do that. But honestly, we wouldn't have a relationship with God if it wasn't for sacrifice. So sometimes we have to look at our own relationships and think, um, it's, am I am I looking at sacrifice as a, as a bad thing in my relationship, um, or is it just that I'm sacrificing in vain and I haven't talked to God about the sacrifices I should be engaging in, and that's why it seems that way? Um, but that's a whole other podcast. So yeah, but I just want to throw that in there. I'm done now. <laughs> um, I would say remember that there's something greater coming on the other side. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen that picture on social media of Jesus holding a huge teddy bear behind his back and asking the little girl to give him her little raggedy teddy bear but it's her favorite and she's reluctant or hesitant to give it to him because it's her favorite um but what he has behind his back is even greater and she doesn't even realize that so just know if he's asking you to sacrifice something that there is greater for you um and I would really hate I would really hate to not give up what he's asking me to give up and then i have to keep my hoopty i don't really have a hoopty in real life but like, just imagine if he had a hoopty like and he has the 2022 i don't know lambo truck who came with the lamb truck they're not even out yet imagine if that's what he had for you and because you don't want to give up your hoop because it's reliable you cannot do that so keep that in front of your brain um, but yeah, you guys have made it through another episode. Congratulations. Mm.
Mm. Um, do we have any announcements for them? I think everything's all copacetic right now. When is the season closer, guys? Next week. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We have one more episode after this. And then we're going to take a little breaky break because we need some time with Jesus so he can download into us about what he wants us to do, how he wants us to move next. So please stay tuned for that. Um, and otherwise, keep checking us out. If you didn't hear the last ones, go back and listen to them. Tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your friend, tell your boss, tell that person that you really don't like anymore. Um, everybody to come check us out on Light in the Ghetto, the podcast, on whatever platform you want to check us out on. There's so many, so many options. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Breathe the Peace. Ashamina, the healing artesian. And Charlemagne the God. No, I just played <laughs> <laughs> Escape the Generational Change Agent. Now go and live a transformed life. No, I'm just playing. I really have to I have to stop. I really have to stop. These people gonna sue me. I need to really stop. I really need to stop for real. But it just seems like it just roll off the tongue. All right, y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all later. Bye. <laughs>